Welcome to the podcast. I'm Carla Joy Treadway. I'm here to help you navigate nuanced conversations and explore topics that demand your attention and awareness. There is no topic off limits here. Together, we will seek to find the middle path, explore the polarities of darkness and light, left and right, grace and grit. As a writer, life coach, and seasoned yogi, I'm in the business of awareness and conscious action. I'm here to create space for the conversations that need to be had in order to create solutions that bridge the divide between humans. Sensemaking will use practical, logical, philosophical, and spiritual tools to help us gain well-rounded perspectives on issues that strike a chord. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Today, I'm interviewing Dr. Seth Gerlach. Dr. Seth is a board-certified chiropractic internist and functional medicine practitioner. Through his own health journey, as well as through his work helping hundreds of clients, he has designed programs and protocols that help find and fix the root cause of health concerns. He's been deleted off of Instagram multiple times, once at 90,000 followers, But the good news is he keeps coming back to tell the truth about politics, health protocols, and really everything we need to know about the world right now. We talk about stress, the modern medical system, what it actually means to be healthy, the great reset, and how we can really actually live free. One thing that I really appreciate about Dr. Seth, um, A, his willingness to tell the truth, especially after going through this extreme form of censorship that's happening on the internet these days. But also he does it with a lot of humor. Because my friends, we absolutely live in a clown world and you might as well laugh. (laughs) That's basically where we're at now. Before we get into the show, I have to pay the bills. This episode was brought to you by my membership series, The Sovereign. The Sovereign is a membership for a world gone wild. I help you live free. The number one thing that you need to do right now, my friends, is prepare internally. Yes, I believe in all external form of preparedness right now. I think it's really, really smart to focus on your finances, your family, where you live. How do you detach from these totalitarian systems that exist? But number one is you, your mental health, your ability to stay grounded and rooted in this wild world. So in The Sovereign, we do all of these things. We work on your mental health. We have an online wellness studio for your physical body because your body, my friends, is ground zero. Then we go into more of the outer forms of preparedness. I help you make more money and save the money that you have. We meet weekly for online coaching calls for your mindset, your business, and everything else in between. This is a membership like nothing you've ever seen before. If you need community right now, if you see the value of sovereign skills, and if you would like to find peace in the present moment, this membership is for you. See the show notes here to check out the sovereign, explore it online, or send me an email at Carla Joy Treadway 
at gmail.com and I'll be happy to answer any questions. With that, let's get into the show. I'd like you guys to meet Dr. Seth Gerlach. Okay, everyone, welcome to the podcast. My name is Carla Joy Treadway, and I have with me today Dr. Seth Gerlach. Seth, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Carla. Happy to be here. I love finding um, doctors that make sense, <laughs> people in the health and wellness space that are bringing up concepts that you don't normally hear. Um, initially, I found you on Instagram because of your humor. And people that know me know that I love to meme. I love to poke fun at what's going on because to be honest, what's what's happening in the world is so bizarre and so twisted and so bad. I've kind of got to the point where, you know, I think laughter is the best medicine at this point. I'm not sure what else to do. A hundred percent. And um, <clears throat> I, I, how I came about it was beginning of the pandemic, like March, 2020, like really beginning first couple of weeks we're in this. And I'm noticing like stuff doesn't add up. This isn't right. Um, I start like sharing studies, facts and figures and like actually what's going on. And I start getting censored. I'm like, okay, they're, they're censoring facts, figures, logic, all of, all of this stuff. How do I get around this? And um, I get all of my best ideas in the shower. I have no clue why, but it's awesome. It's actually, it's the energetic flow. It's, it's, it must be like a water element or something like that. But um, I had this idea for like a funny vaccine video with all the adjuvants and excipients and vaccines. And I made it and went viral uh, like overnight. This is crazy. I mean, I had like millions of views between all our platforms. We had rappers sharing it. It was nuts. So I'm like, okay, this, this is cool. So this, this resonates, you know, um, and since then, like you said, it's just so bizarre, odd, satanic, like the agendas, it's dark that they're pushing. Like if I get sucked down into that, I just feel like shit too. So I'm like, Hey, why don't we make some light of it? And I think that helps wake other people up too, because you're not just like pointing fingers all day. It's a, it goes past their, um, their blockers, so to speak, where they can be like, oh, I can think about that differently now. A hundred percent. I think it's actually a really intelligent way to, uh, quote, wake people up because at the end of the, it seems like people that are deeply connected to spirituality, consciousness, coaching practices where you have to be really reflective. It seems to be those people that notice that there's a problem here. But the people that live in a plastic world and the Kardashian world, um, those people are, are the ones to easily get swayed by this. So people that live in that world, what, what do you want more than anything? You want to look cool. And when you yes. all of a sudden have someone poking fun at you, you're like, wait, what? What? Am, am I the baddie? Am I the bad? <laughs> I feel like that wakes up people way faster than here's a bunch of facts. Cause obviously facts don't matter anymore. Um, well, we're just going to draw attention to the fact that you're not really being all that cool when you are discriminatory. And they, they make their own facts now and they invert the truth and they come up with new terms and labels. So yeah, how, you can't fight that same war and you don't have, you don't even fight a war. You know, it's just um, showing up in your truth and shining your light. And some people are great 
with uh, videos. Some people are great at written word. Some people are just great at being there for other people or raising great kids or whatever your impact on the world is. So I think <clears throat> that's another thing too for people to understand is um, not everyone's um, an influencer that's going to be in front of millions of people. It's the stuff we do day to day. That's the stuff that shifts the world. So that's the exciting part too. 100%. For people that don't know you, can you give us a little bit of a background of what your current profession is and maybe what led you to this great awakening? Because you said you you noticed right away that something was wrong. What what about you or your education made you notice that right away? Um, well, I'm smarter than ever. No, I'm kidding. I would say my superpower is not that I'm like more gifted or like smarter. It's because I've been through some of the stuff and, and I've had those lows that have, and I've come out the other side, you know, I've been through the shit, so to speak. Um, so when I was uh, a kid, I started having terrible pain all over my body. I mean, I was a really active kid. I played all different kinds of sports and, um, to make a long story short, went through headaches, progressed into migraines, terrible migraines, vertigo, um, anxiety, depression, GI symptoms. So I was in and out of the ER. I was on five, six medications. I saw over a dozen specialists. They ran all the tests under the sun. And this is all in the conventional medical model. And all the doctors were like, oh, all your tests are normal. So you're healthy. It must be all in your head. Aren't you just depressed? I think you're just making it up. And um, going through that and realizing, okay, wow, this system is not here to necessarily get me healthy or help me out because it conventional medicine chewed me up, spit me out, left me for dead, essentially. And um, I realized from an early age, like, wow, the world is not what it seems, you know, because you grow up and like, hey, doctors help you get better. Politicians keep us you know, running, keep America safe. Um, the financial system is in place because it's fair. And you wake up to all these things when you get older and it's like, holy shit, these are the people that are running the country. This is the, the systems that are in place. Wow. It, it's, it's not like that. And it's like when you awaken from the matrix and you see things the way they are, you can't unsee it. It's, and then you see those patterns in everything. So I um, eventually got hooked up with uh, <clears throat> some functional medicine docs who helped me heal and get better. And it turns out I was exposed to mold when I was young, which tanked my immune system, inflamed my brain, made me like my whole body start to shut down. Then I had all these parasites and uh, other infections. My diet was like literally SpaghettiOs, Pop-Tarts, Count Chocolate, and Mr. Pib. I wondered that like, I have a four-year-old and we're constantly giving like water and fresh like fruits and good quality meats and stuff like that. I'm like, I literally didn't do any of this when I was a kid. I don't remember drinking water before like the age of 10, uh, but I digress. So as I worked through that, I got healthier and healthier. And that's what propelled me into, I went to chiropractic school and then past 10 years, I've done pretty much strictly functional medicine. And I help people get better through diet, lifestyle, mindset, um, trauma type stuff. And the biggest things I see are like infections and toxins that are really just making people and their bodies go haywire. So that's in a nutshell, how I got to where I'm at. Um, but I think awakening to the conventional medical system when I was young, I just looked at everything through a different lens. And then, um, you know, probably gosh, 12, 15 years ago, got into 
you know, the 9-11 type stuff and then realizing, well, there's a lot of evil people in the world and um, these people will stop at nothing to gain power and money. And I think a lot of people are a little bit naive to the evil in the world. They don't want to acknowledge that, but I think it's important that we do. So yeah, and I've seen these patterns um, because it's the same pattern every single time. It's a problem, reaction, solution. And if you look at the pandemic, okay, it's a problem. There's a hairy, scary virus that's traveling across the world. You're probably gonna die. Your kids are gonna die. Your your grandma's gonna die. And um, if you don't know anything about it, you're a selfish grandma baby killer and you you deserve to die. And okay, reaction, fear, the nonstop CNN death tickers. You have pictures of body bags that the world is exploding as we know it. Okay, wow, what is the solution? What What's the solution? Okay, let's just lock everybody down. Let's take away their jobs. Let's, let's kill small businesses and let's roll out an experimental gene therapy shot that has no long-term safety data. And if you don't take it, guess what? You cannot work. You cannot eat. You can't do all the stuff that you used to love to do. So this is where we're at. That's the, that's the classic problem reaction solution. Excuse me. So if you look backwards in time, they've done this forever. If you look at 9-11, you have problem, twin twin towers, quote unquote, terrorists did this. What are we going to do? We need more control. We need more surveillance. We need to take away more of your rights. And then everyone was like, sure, do it. I want to be safe. All for the greater good, you know? And we see that uh, time after time. And uh, we know what's upcoming next is the Great Reset. How? Because they literally tell us. (laughs) Like if you literally turn on the TV or follow the World Economic Forum, World Health Organization, they are telling you the playbook of how they're trying to enslave humanity. So um, it's not like this super secret conspiracy theory, only 10 people know about it thing. Um, it's out in the open. So if people could connect just a few of the dots, um, that's when the world wakes up. I mean, the UN documents themselves, uh, that's the thing that really tanked me back in 2021, reading something straight from the UN that basically said, and then we're going to take you off your property. And there's a lot of big words and language that gets a little confusing and everything is painted with this lens of inclusivity and sustainability. You just see those words all over it a million times. And people think, okay, well, this is good for me because here's the state that we're in right now. Uh, Like my, just my family, we've set ourselves up to be sovereign and free. We see all the shit that's going on. So we're in the country, we are food sovereign. We've done all like the financial protection mechanisms. What if they come and try and take us off our land? And that's what people don't, man, like, I live in Canada. I don't know if you're witnessing what's happening in Canada, but we're basically communists now. The only thing in our way of being 100% communist is free speech. And we just passed a censorship bill that is about to squash that. They want to censor the internet. I mean, at least in the States, you guys have CNN and Fox. (laughs) So you kind of get both. In Canada, (laughs) it's really just leftist media. And I had no, I was 
dead asleep, dead asleep until 2021. I was watching that death count every single day, making my sourdough bread, watching Tiger King, thinking everything's fine. Even just if people just woke up to that, the media is lying to you. If you just open your eyes to that. And I knew they were lying right away because I helped the trucker convoy. Mm. So I was there watching zero violence. I was there watching people help the homeless. And then I watched our news say, oh, uh, don't go to Ottawa. No one's even there. There's there's like six trucks. So I watched them <laughs> lie. Then I then I watched, oh, uh, don't go to Ottawa. Okay, there are some trucks there, but turns out they're actually a bunch of Nazi white supremacists. So you shouldn't go down there. It's really dangerous. And I'm standing there next to my Jamaican friends and my indigenous friends like, hmm, that's interesting. Also not true. So if people just woke up to that, the world would be a, a different place. But because most people live in the Kardashian world and they watch crap TV and then they watch the news, that's the reality. They're not in the world anymore. I agree. I think this narrative is breaking them. I feel like um, a lot of the older generation, they do trust, you know, CBS and NBC and CNN and, and even Fox because, you know, that's what they grew up on. And that was the only source of information, you know, until you have all this crazy thing called the internet and people can actually like say what they want or be a citizen journalist and report what's really going on. And so, um, yeah, the, the news media, I mean, here in America, for sure, has just been, um, alive to shape the narrative, at least for decades. So we know that through, um, Operation Mockingbird, where the CIA has admitted to planting their own into these journalist organizations in order to shape the narrative, to, um, tell a vision, you know, they're not there to report the news and facts. Like, and I think people are now seeing that, but um, yeah, they're there to instill fear and division uh, because it drives ratings. And if you're easier to control when you're fearful, um, activates that primal part of the brain, the survival part. Holy crap. Look at the death count. I can't make a rational decision now because they told me I might die. So yeah, when you step out of that matrix and realize that uh, truth comes from within, and that um, you stop listening to these people who don't have your best interests in mind, then life is a lot more fun. I stopped listening to the news probably, oh my gosh, 15 years ago. I think it was 15 years ago this year. So it's been amazing since, you know? I, and I love too that people will think, oh, well, you know, what, what the chiropractors are doing is hokey or what Carla Treadway is doing is hokey. You know, breath work can't do that for you. Circadian rhythm, like what is that? You're not a doctor. You don't know what you're doing. It's like, well, why do I feel better? Then why aren't I sick anymore? And like personally, like those letters don't really mean anything to me because I can't count the amount of times that I've been through Western medicine where they offered me a pill that made me sicker where I was having hormonal issues. The solution that they were giving to me was to uh, take my uterus out. They're gonna give me a hysterectomy. I went and saw the naturopath, 10 days on a diet, 10 days. And all my symptoms went away. And I was like, oh my God, you guys almost took my parts away. That's wild. So I've never been so firm on this natural health 
uh, mission now um, yeah. than I am now because they then, I, made me sick. Yeah, and I, I have a lot of colleagues who have given up their license just because like, hey, I don't want to be associated with this. I don't want to play in this box anymore. And at least in America, I know Johns Hopkins did a study and they showed over 200,000 deaths each year were due to conventional medicine. And that is unnecessary surgeries. It's uh, deaths and reactions due to pharmaceutical drugs. Um, and the list goes on and on. There's actually a book called Death by Medicine, uh, Gary Knoll. Um, it's a great read. And he's got, he's compiled all these different studies and things like that. And he's shown in America over a million deaths per year. And this was like, I think this is like 20 years ago due to conventional medicine where uh, people died on surgical beds. They died in hospitals. They died from medications. And that would put up um, the cause of death here in America up towards the number one spot. So yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, in the 1800s, a lot of Americans at least. So I don't know how, how much of your audience is Canadian versus American. So I just know from American history, Canadian is probably pretty similar. But um, in the 1800s, late 1800s, a lot of Americans, they used homeopathy. They used ancient healing wisdoms. And um, that's when John D. Rockefeller, this oil tycoon, had a bunch of this leftover petroleum, like, hey, what can we use with this? And they came out with these pharmaceutical drugs and like, okay, but the public doesn't trust us. How do we get this, you know, out to the masses? So he teamed up with the American Medical Association and um, they went around <clears throat> and came up with this report saying that all alternative, alternative, they, they labeled them alternative healing modalities are quackery. And they actually threw chiropractors and other healers in jail. So uh, you see that today with censorship, banning, deleting people, doctors losing their licenses because they're quote unquote alternative. We're, we're actually, you know, Ayurveda, Chinese medicine, shamanism, um, ancient, you know, peoples in Canada. These people have lived off the land. They've used ancient healing modalities for thousands of years, tried and true stuff. And yeah, there's some great, you know, <clears throat> life-saving um, things we've come up with conventional medicine, not talking about that. So essentially, you know, we moved away from the earth heals us, you heal you, spiritual connection, divinity into this totalitarian medical system that we have today of drugs and surgery and everything else is quote unquote quackery and you cannot do it. Um, the, the people in, in America that help cure cancer patients, the FDA and FBI will literally come and raid your office and shut you down and try to throw you in jail. And that's the medical tyranny that we live under today. And it's unfortunate, but that's, it's only been, you know, a hundred years or so before that we didn't have any of this. Yeah. It's interesting that there's no cure for cancer, but we were able to make uh, a COVID vaccine in just a couple of weeks. Isn't that amazing? That. It's science, you know, it's science. <laughs> and um, if you start looking at that too, it's not, it's technically not a vaccine. It's, it's mRNA gene therapy, uh, experimental gene therapy, because it's never been used on humans before. And they don't have any long-term data or safety studies. Um, but mo most people didn't know when they took that was how it worked, you know? Um, and how I explain it to everyone is, okay, a normal quote unquote vaccine, right? They'll have, let's say a dead, you know, virus with, with mixed with some adjuvants and things like that. 
you inject it, your immune system hopefully sees that and says, okay, this is bad and producing antibodies. This is very like, like kindergarten here. So excuse me for cutting corners. Um, the mRNA, it's much different where mRNA is like instructions for your genes. So we're not saying, hey, we're going to take a little piece of, you know, a COVID particle and inject it. We're going to instead inject instructions that go into your cells and they hijack your cells and say, hey, cell, make billions of spike proteins. If you don't know what spike proteins are, it's the most dangerous part of supposedly the COVID virus. If you believe in that, that adheres to and damages your blood vessels, your heart, your ovaries, your brain, your uterus, um, any part of your body. So now you've hijacked your cells into becoming a spike protein factory with billions and billions of spike proteins. And they said, oh, it stays in the arm. Um, the, it's no big deal. And it shuts off after like, you know, a week or two. How the hell did they know that? What we're seeing now is it's a cumulative effect. So the people that have gotten dose, dose, booster, 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 this spike protein is accumulating more and more and more in the body. And we know from autopsies, um, um, these things are showing up all over the body and all these different organs. So um, you have blood clots, you have myocarditis, you have, you know, healthy people just dying suddenly. Um, so that's what people did not know going in. They didn't have true informed consent. And that's like my thing with, with vaccines in particular, childhood vaccines or whatever, is here in America, we don't get informed consent. And when you walk into the pediatrician's office, they're like, okay, this is what we do in our office. You get this. And it's like, okay, well, what are the alternatives? Well, there's no alternatives. If you don't do this, you're a bad parent. And we're literally going to kick you out of our practice. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not, hey, here's this vaccine. These are the risks that we've shown from our safety data. Here's the benefits if you do this. And here's the other options that you can do if you don't do this. It's no, here, take this. The media said it's 95% effective. And that's it. That's all they got. Turns out all of that was complete BS, by the way. It was a complete marketing scam. Um, I even looked through the emergency use authorization, authorization data. Rob Herring was a great resource for this. He blew the lid on it, showing how um, in the two groups, they had a vaccine group and a control group. The vaccine group actually had more deaths than the control group. And I think it reduced disease severity and like 0.5% of people, but it increased the risk of side effects and all these um, more insane events. This is their own data to get the emergency use authorization. Uh, I could go on for days about how this is like the biggest criminal uh, medical experiment in history. And I think it will go down as that. And I think in time, when the truth comes out more and more, these people will pay for crimes against humanity. It, it's so wild what they did um, in terms of trust with people. Let's say that none of that was true because of the system that they created where there is no informed consent, where they threaten ph physicians saying that you would lose your license. I can never trust anyone uh, in Western medicine ever again. And I remember trying to get an exemption for my doctor in the beginning. 
And I told him that I, I don't trust the system. I know that there's a tremendous amount of pressure on you. And he said, no, 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 that's not true. There's no pressure. I'm using my best judgment. And I said, no, that's, I know you to be wise. I know you to be intelligent. I know you to be someone that ha that wants the best for me. I know that about you as a human. But here's the email that I have from the Ontario College of Physicians and Surgeons saying, if you so much as recommend vitamin D, they'll pull your license. And I showed that to him. And I said, under this, I could never trust you because I know that that is probably more valuable to you than me. And whether it's like the school system or the medical system, that kind of totalitarian pressure on people, I'm like I could never, ever trust that. If this was a good thing, you wouldn't have to bribe and force and cajole people. And, oh, but it was a pandemic. Well, none of the things that they said were going to happen happened. Remember that first video of the person falling down dead in the streets in China? That's what blew this thing up. And you guys all panicked. And then that never happened in real life. And you guys forgot about that video. But now we have videos of healthy people falling down dead. And you guys completely ignore that. Like, I think it's because of the saturation of information. Like we're at this point where all people are like, oh, will the truth ever come out? I'm like, it is out. It's there. <laughs> it's You've everywhere. seen too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm with you. Like, how do we ever come back from this place where we're at, where you see the corroboration of... <clears throat> governments here in America, it's the white house was corroborating with big tech telling them what to censor and whatnot. Uh, the media reporting just whatever they want to report with no oversight, big pharma creating these products out of thin air, manufacturing their own data and science and having no accountability schools force masking, kicking people out of schools, um, and hospitals, right? Demanding people wear masks. You, you can't see your grandma come die because COVID. Um, all these institutions that literally gaslit the shit out of us and told us lie after lie after lie after lie. How do you ever come back from that? I, I know I'm not going to forget that. Some people may, but that's part of me. Like the matrix, I have no, no place in the matrix anymore because of the way they treated every human on the planet with again, lie after lie, gaslight, gaslight, gaslight. And that's where we're at right now. It's, well, we didn't mean to, we didn't know, like no one told us we were just doing our job. And it's like, no, people were speaking up. You silenced them. You took away their license. You, you took them off social media. You literally, you know, had authorities come to their door. So that's, uh, it's unforgivable as as that's my point of view i loved watching a lot of the doctors that were brave enough to speak out right from the start you know people like peter mccullough like i was looking at his track record the man is an infallible you can't poke holes in like his education or anything and i uh i, I recently joined the twc team the wellness company um they have dr harvey reesh and peter mccullough um I'm drawing a blank here. There's a whole bunch of amazing uh, cardiologists and and doctors on that team, and they've created some products for spike protein. And I was just traveling across Canada for an event, and I'm sitting next to a pilot, 
And you could tell that the pilot was just like your average, nice, quiet, conservative person doesn't talk about quote conspiracies, probably keeps to like himself. But he started asking where I was. And I said, well, I was at a sovereignty event <laughs> speaking. Uh, here's all the things that we were learning about uh, homeopathy and canning and homesteading. And then that kind of got him like thinking that, oh, maybe she's someone safe to talk to. And he just starts saying, ooh. I wish I never took that thing. I never wanted to take it. He's like, my best friend died two days after taking it. He's like, I know 10 pilots personally that had to quit the airline because they said, nope, never. And they're suing the airline right now. All of those lawsuits, by the way, are, I don't know if anything's going to come of them. But the amount of people that he knew personally who were pilots, who had had heart attacks, who had blood clots, uh, one guy he knew crashed his plane. Hmm. And I was like, hey, buddy, take this. <laughs> you got to take this product here. You got to get Spike out of your body. It's horrific what we did to people. But, you know, we, we threaten people's lives. You know, if you don't take this, you'll die. We threaten their livelihood if you don't take this will take away your uh, ability to work. But the most impactful way that we controlled people was through social shaming. That is the most powerful tool. That's why I think it's so important for people to tell the truth, whether that's one-on-one, -on -one, whether that is on a, on a plane with some random stranger on social media, because there's an illusion that most people agree and that's not there i i would say that at this point especially most people understand that this thing is dangerous what was done to us was horrible and unexcusable now the level of how awake you are is is to be debated but that's how we control people you will not fit in you will not belong and luckily people like you and i don't give two shits about that and we'll burn every bridge that we have for the truth if we have to because we got to show other people that that's what you need to do yeah and when you show up and do that you show others that it's okay to be brave and um i i was so surprised how many people have told me that like big accounts big positions like, wow, when you stood up, like in March and April, it gave me the courage to speak up too. And I don't say that to brag that like, that means the most to me, you know, because if, if I can help other people stand in their power and speak their, what's, what's on their heart and their truth, and then they light another candle and they light another candle again, that's how we change the world. So, um, I think a lot of this too, <clears throat> just big picture is, you know, with the, the transhumanist AI great reset agenda, it's, they're trying to take God away from everything and your intuition away from everything where everything's replaced with AI systems and all this crap. Right. So on our end, it's how do we tap back into it? So God gave us intuition for a reason to, you know, how to navigate this insane world. And I think so many people are so disconnected. They're stuck in the matrix. They want to be accepted. Um, they're on TikTok all day. But man, you put that phone down and you go outside in nature and you realize and, and just see that the trees swaying in the breeze and look at a leaf or see the, the fresh grass going or, or see how a, a creek runs and notice that divine energy that's in everything that's inside of you. 
too. And um, you have the power to change your world and change the entire world too. There's a lot of people coming to faith right now. Like for the first time in my life, I really started caring, seeing it as something real. And then all of a sudden people were just coming at me left and right that were in the exact same boat, either going from atheist to faith or for the first time, just like discovering it because it's, it's palpable. You can see it in front of your eyes. You can see evil like you can see the the mutilization and sexualization of little tiny children that that shit is evil what Mm -hmm. sam harris just did like that how how much proof of evil do you need in front of your face but then we also see this light building and it's honestly why i have a smile on my face it's just so real to me right now it's so polar there's there's evil there's the light it's right there and again, it's it's no surprise to me that the people that already had spiritual practices, they seem to be the ones that are awake because they're connected to something outside of themselves that's saying, don't, don't do this, don't go along. Yeah, 100%. And I think that polarity, that duality is, um, I feel like we're on earth to like play in that <clears throat> and realize um, how to navigate that and to help grow and to help others. And so this is the biggest opportunity in history to see that black and white comparison of, wow, you know, like you said, on all fronts, it just seems like the, the quote unquote world, you know, the matrix is throwing everything they've got at us. And we're just like, bring it on. You know what? We, we won't be shaken. We won't be intimidated. We won't be forced. And um, I think everyone that stands up and says that, man, is unstoppable, a great awakening. And that's what I really hope, you know, for the world is um, how do we awaken the world one by one, but not get too caught up in it. Because I was so caught up in it. Uh, like every day, how do I wake people up? How do I, how do I wake more people up? It's like that starfish analogy. You're like on the beach trying to throw every starfish back in the ocean. And when I realized that when you change you, you change the world. So I've been focusing more on myself and personally growing, personally getting better, because that helps me emit and radiate a bigger, right? A bigger effect, a bigger vibration around the world that reverberates and can help potentially, you know, exponentially more people. Yeah, I, I echo what you're saying about the inner work. Are are there things that you're doing externally to prepare for this great reset as well? Or like, are you fighting for this world? Or are you like, nope, this world's done. I'm going to prepare for my, for my exit over here. I'm going to live on the commune. I'm going to get off to Nicaragua. How are you preparing externally right now? Um, externally, it's... Um... <clears throat> Of course, the the food and water, right? You're talking about that stuff? Okay, yeah. Food, water, supplies, um, precious metals. Um, I've got other investments elsewhere too, outside of the financial system that I think will collapse very, very soon. This is February, 2023, by the way, for anyone listening. Um, <laughs> I think all that is shifting. Say what? Yeah. Oh, I think the financial stuff is going to whip our heads back. I think it's going to happen yeah. really quick. 
and that's a big part of the great reset is the you know um central bank digital currency where they can control you but yeah just <clears throat> those are big things um my health is a big one trying to get my health in order as best i can and um yeah i mean we've got places to go if need be um hopefully it doesn't come to that and we're equipped prepared to you know defend ourselves and have enough food and water and stuff for us and monetary value that's kind of where i'm at personally do you have anything different no i i just grapple with whether or not it's possible to live independent from this new system i'm doing all those same things too but I just don't know. And, and that's, I guess that's why it comes back to the inner work. And, and what I do is like a, a coach with people one-on-one. -on -one. I think those external forms of preparedness are really important right now. Do those things, pay attention to money, get yourself set up, have a out plan if you need. But if you are unhealthy, if you are ungrounded, if you are stressed and your plan A doesn't work, what are you going to do? what if you have to throw plan a out and do something completely different so you need to be able to trust yourself you need to be so grounded you need to be connected to faith you need to know that whatever happens you can pivot and hopefully then everything works out fine but like those skills will serve you no matter what happens no matter yeah. what and you'll be yeah. happier you'll be happier like today right and that's beautifully put um and that's where I was. I was stressing about it all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to externally prepare. Boom. Now I'm done. Now let's figure everything out spiritually headspace to get as, as resilient as, as possible. There's a good book, uh, Victor Frankel, man search for meaning. Have you read it? Mm -hmm. So he's book. in a concentration camp and, um, talks about the differentiation, like how he made it through versus other people. Um, but yeah, just a testament to the resolve of the human spirit. And I think we may have to go through some of those dark times. Um, who knows? No one knows for sure. But I, I just feel like it's best to be prepared, like you said, so that you can weather the storms if need be. Yeah, 100%. Let's talk about some of the ways that people can become healthier, because really the body is ground zero what are a lot of things that you see in your clinic and working with people um, that need to shift right now? Like personally, I was like, I'm, I'm so healthy. Look at me. I'm a vegan and I fast until noon, but really none of those things <laughs> were serving me. Um, what, what do you see as some of like the biggest health misconceptions that, that people need to shift right now so they can actually be healthy? Yeah, I think everyone's a little bit different, but you have some similarities that weave through um, kind of foundations of all this. I think um, diet is a huge piece. You know, um, we have more toxins in our food and our food supplies change more in the past 50 years than it has in 5,000 years. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize because they grew up with it. It's like, oh, it's everyone eats it. It's fine. You know, but these processed foods, genetically modified foods, hybridized foods, high sugar foods, these um, directly inflame your body, break down your gut, lead to bacterial overgrowth. Um, and it's just an overall disaster pretty much. So eat real food. I mean, if you do nothing else, eat real food. That's a big one. I think um, toxin load is a huge problem on this planet. We are exposed to more toxins than any other generation in history. 
by far. And um, that can be heavy metals. It can be mercury in your mouth. It could be, you know, cadmium from cigarette smoke. It could be lead in your water. Um, it could also be like fluoride, fluoride in your water. It could be um, mold. Mold is a huge one. That's again, my story was mold. 85% of buildings have water damage that can lead to mold. Just because you can't wow. see it doesn't mean it's it's not there. That's a big one. Um, other things would be like <clears throat> other stuff in your air, off-gassing from furniture and crap like that. Indoor air is really toxic. So getting outside as much as possible is huge. So with that, knowing, okay, these are the exposures, but then, okay, how do we get the stuff out of our body? I actually have a course called the drainage formula. And it's like the basics of how to get stuff out of your body. So everyone's talking about detox, detox, detox. Detox is the act of like actively pushing and binding and getting stuff out of the body. Drainage is the step you need to do before you're actually doing a detox process because drainage is saying, okay, are all the exit routes out of the body open? If mm. for some reason you try to do like this really big detox, push all the stuff out. If you've got a lot of toxins and, but you can't fully eliminate through your bowels, through your liver, through your kidneys, through your sweat, you're just recirculating a bunch of junk and you're going to feel crummy and crappy. So um, that's mm. really key for a lot of people. Um, movement, sweating is huge. If you're not sweating at least once a week, you're, you're severely toxic. There's many mm -hmm. chemicals that can be primarily excreted through sweat. Like that's the easiest way they leave the body. Um, infections are huge, but I think toxins can alter your immune system. So you're more prone to infections, but I see Lyme quite a bit, oddly enough, um, parasites. I see parasites all the time. Um, candida fungus, things like that. But I think um, emotional trauma type stuff is huge. So I would say like um, stuff that happened to you when you were a kid, especially zero to seven, even if it wasn't big, that shapes the way you view the world. It shapes your immune system, your nervous system, and um, kind of sets you up one way or the other for your health as an adult. And um, I think people don't understand the body's response to stress. I mean, we can physically hold emotions and trauma in our body. So I see it all the time when people get, you know, physical work done or we work through some stuff and they purge some of these emotions and um, they get better. It's pretty wild. So that's some of the basic stuff. I mean, I would make sure you're drinking filtered water. Clean water is huge. Make sure your air is not toxic. Um, help stuff leave the body drain some stuff out through your gut. Like if you're not pooping multiple times a day, again, you're toxic. So that's stuff that, that needs to be addressed. Um, and then you can do all multiple the excess, times. the extra stuff multiple times. So once a day, is not good enough. I find for most poops. people, I find for most people, if you can get multiple times, that's where the key is. So myself okay. included, I was doing all the stuff, all the, all the detoxes, all the kills. And it wasn't until I was able to, bulk up my stools to, to get them out, to increase um, everything leaving through my bowels is when I finally started getting better. Because the majority of toxins leave your body through your bowels. And if you're not fully eliminating, you could be eliminating, but not fully eliminating. There's a difference there. Um, then you're just recirculating all the toxins. Do you think that you can get the COVID vaccine out of your body? Can you detox that out? Do you have a protocol that you use? 
Um, I followed the FLCCC protocol a little bit, and they have a, a kind of a protocol on there with um, ivermectin, resveratrol, um, an enzyme, you know, to break down something similar to nanokinase. Um, what else is on there? Um, black human seed. There's a few other things like that because <clears throat> you have to get into the cells somehow or, or get the cells to purge the stuff out. Uh, that's a better way of saying that. But I know people have done a bunch of energetic work too and have done really mm. well with that also. So I would say, you know, if you've had it, don't live in fear, but I would say, okay, how do I, how do I get this stuff out of my body um, and, and kind of move on? Because at the end of the day, stress is the thing that kills people fastest. Like I know people that drink whiskey and smoke till the day they die at 96, but they're really happy. Um, so yeah, if you are living in this doom and gloom state or thinking that you got a ticking time bomb inside of you, that's not going to serve you whatsoever. What, what I'm learning too about stress that's really tricky is a lot of people don't realize they're stressed because they're happy. Like personally, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm excited. Um, I got a million things on the go. I love my job, but I know I'm moving too fast and I can feel the energy in my body. It's like, that's also stress in your body. Correct. Like also, also harmful. We need to be able to slow down. And it kind of depends on you and your nervous system and how full your bucket is already. You know, if, um, like for me, I can handle more if, if I've been, you know, working on my drainage pathways and I've been eating correctly and doing all this other stuff. Um, but I think there can be good stress for the body, right? Like working out can be a good stress if your body can take that and build muscle from it or repair, right? If you're beat down, that's not, it's not a good, not a good thing. Um, but yeah, I think humans aren't designed to wake up phones. Okay on social media for 30 minutes, you need to work access to more information in a day than pe- people live in 1800s their entire lifetime. We're supposed to more of that in a day on social media. So um, it's overwhelming for our brain. We're not meant to get up, do that, stressed out, emails, traffic, job, go, 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 come back, prepare this, run here, do this, emails, stress, calls. That's just it's we're in a constant sympathetic fight or flight state. Um, pretty much any every person I've met, unless you're living on an island, in the middle of nowhere, you got, got nothing going on, right? Um, so I think we have to consciously bring a more parasympathetic, which is a rest, digest, repair state to your body because you cannot be healthy in a sympathetic dominant state. It's just basic physiology. That's your um, fight or flight. How can I run away? Your blood pressure's up, your cortisol's up. You're breaking down faster than you're repairing. So how do you add in these pockets of parasympathetic rest for your body? And some people, I ask people, what do you do to de-stress? And they say, oh, well, I go do orange theory for an hour. And I'm like, okay, that's like your brain's not doing emails and stuff, but that's still like you're pushing your body to the max. When at that at this point during your day, during your week, do you shut everything down? Do you just meditate or sit in silence and just focus on your breath or just sit and like watch something in nature? Right. These are these are the moments that like you're adding to your bank account. 
your health bank account. Like, oh, wow, 15 minutes of that a day. And you can get momentum like that. It's building up your, your nervous system resiliency and your ability to, to heal and repair and handle stuff. And I think that's a huge thing that people, we've been so programmed to go, 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 work, 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 make money, 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 money. Now we have social media and that's a whole nother thing that we don't take the time to just listen to our bodies and recognize what's good for it. What's bad for it. What stresses me out? What makes me feel alive? I ask people that a lot of times too, like what makes you feel alive? And a lot of people are like, I don't know, you know, I'm like, okay, what did you love to do as a kid? I love being outside in the woods and like making stuff and building stuff. So, um, when I reconnect mm-hmm. with that today, I'm like, I'm fire. This is awesome. You know? And I feel like so many people have lost their connection, not only with their self, with, with God, spirit, soul, but with what lights them up. And I think that's so many people are looking for their purpose. Right. And I think it's okay. What well, it's simply what lights you up. What are you good at? You know? And if you do more of that, you're on fire more. And again, that's contagious. That blesses other people that, you know, raises the vibration of the, the earth. So, um, sorry to go on a rant there, but, um, those are my, my big thoughts. No, that was, that was beautiful. And I think too, like those can be confusing feelings because like you like working out or you do like your job, you have found purpose. For me, when I know that I've like kind of gotten off track though, is when I'm unable to be still. When I'm I'm, like repelled by the idea of sitting down and meditating and I teach meditation classes. (laughs) If if I can't do that, I'm like, oh, you're riding the cortisol train right now. You need to get off of it. And here's something unique that I'm noticing with like this awake community is we're really splitting into two factions, maybe four or five. But the biggest one that I see are people that are addicted to the stress of waking up. They're still like in the telegram hole. They're still in the scroll hole where there's others of us that have gone, "Mm, this is happening. There's, this is happening. There's no reason for me to be in the stress and resistance of it all. So because it's happening, what am I going to do about it? And I need to step outside of this now, just like you did. It's time to get off my phone and into bettering myself because this is actually our way through. And I don't think a lot of people recognize that they are addicted to the stress and excitement of all these things going on. I I know for myself, like 2021, I was like in Telegram. I lived there when I first discovered it, this horrible place, which might have also been there intentionally, right? Like what a distraction. I certainly wasn't protesting when I was stuck in my Telegram hole, but eventually I moved on and thank God I did. Cause I was like, Carla, you are not with your children. Go be with your kids, go make bread with your kids go be outside, get out of here. And I noticed at first, honestly, that was challenging because I was just in the world and it was simple again. It was simple and it was slow. And I really had to make the conscious choice to go and and live there. And I, I wish that more people would do that. It's get out of this distract. It is a distraction. There's so much that's like out of our control. 
So what can you control so that you can actually be happy right now? Just noticing how addicting that process is. That's great. And it's the dopamine hit too. You know, there's a physiological response to see that screen and see all that stuff come up too. And, but the more you're in it, the harder it is to come out of it. So I think um, if you're in it, limiting, limit, limiting the time. Um, so you're not overwhelmed. You're not overloading your brain. And I think you, you have to balance that with, you have to earn it, you know, balancing that with grounding or getting outside yep. or doing, you know, a cold shower to snap you out of that or um, breath work, breath work to feel alive, to feel your body. So many people just can't feel feelings in their body. Like you said. Um, so as long as you're grounded like that, I think it's okay, but so many people just, they're completely not. This is a great invitation. All the stuff we're going through, like you said, it's a great invitation to come back to center, come back to you, to come back to connection to spirit, to God, to your health, to your family. Um, so yeah, so it's not all doom and gloom. We have this amazing opportunity uh, right in front of us here to make these amazing, amazing shifts and to live with intention. I think that's... Um, this big download I got every time I go in the woods, I get like these cool downloads. Like if I'm not surrounded by just crap all the time, um, it's just amazing. The cool stuff that comes into my head. And one was live with intention. And that means like, what, what kind of life are you building? You know, relationships, your kid, what kind of kids are you raising? Do you love, love your job? What kind of purpose are you impacting in the world here? How's your health? And I think like, write it down. What are you focusing on? Because what you focus on, you become. So if we're always focused on, holy crap, they're killing us. It's terrible. Fauci, Klaus Schwab, then that's what we're sucked down into. But if we can focus our intention and our attention on the good and what we want, that flips the script. What an incredible supervillain that Klaus Schwab is. We couldn't have picked a more perfect specimen. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's uh, it's almost like they knew, right? They had to know what they were doing. It's desensitizing, all of it. I, I think I could literally look outside and see a zombie, and I wouldn't even flinch at this point. I would just be like, oh, yeah. That make that makes sense. Yeah. It's <laughs> well, I want to be respectful of your time. I have one last question for you. Um, what do you think it means to really be awake right now? Hmm. Awake or woke? No, I'm just kidding. Um awake. <laughs> <laughs> I think it means because there's so many different levels or a way to take that. I think it's being um, attuned to your true self and tapping into why you're here. And I think it's not being swayed by the material world in the matrix that tries to sweep us up every single day. So it's essentially boils down to, I think, standing in your truth that you know in your heart. And again, God put intuition in your heart for a reason. And um, the more you listen to that instead of all the noise, I think the more awake you really are. And um, the more you awake, again, the more you live with intention. I love that. 
Seth, if people want to um, learn from you or book an appointment with you, where's the best way for them to find you and connect with you? You can find me at drsethgerlock.com. And I've got a bunch of stuff on there. And I'm on Instagram, the grams at um, Dr. Underscore Seth Gerlach. It's my third account because the powers that be do not love me. Um, so I stick around and I'm, I'm launching a podcast too, where I can say a little more of this stuff. This is the stuff I love to talk about, but we can't on social. So thank you for this platform, Carl. I appreciate you. Very welcome. Um, it actually gives me great joy to see people continue to take down people like you and me and you still come back like your accounts building up fast again you know someone sent me a message the other day saying i was censored i'm like well account grows every single day so even that can't stop people from finding the truth so i think we should all just be happy about that too that you know you can't stop the truth no matter what amen it will come to light and so um, we don't need to force it right it just, it's just there. It's always there. Um, thank you so much for your time. Um, I'm sure people will really love this episode. I'll make sure to tag all your communities here in the show notes so people can follow up with you. And uh, we'll have to bring you back sometime to talk about the, the latest movements in the, in the great reset and the great awakening. <laughs> I'd love to. Thanks, Carla. Wow, guys, what an episode. I hope you really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, Dr. Seth absolutely wanted to touch on the Great Reset and what's happening with the bigger picture because I think it's really real. I think it's important that we talk about these things. Another thing that we talked about are the dangers of some of the medical interventions that are being prescribed to us these days. I recently partnered with the wellness company. The wellness company has a incredible team of doctors, doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Reich, and so many more. They have a big vision for transforming healthcare. They don't just make products. They are seeking to make massive change in North America. They're just breaking into Canada now, and I want to draw your attention to them. One, because they offer an entire range of products to help you detox and break down spike protein out of the body, whether you got that from the virus itself or you are coerced into taking this medical intervention, you want the stuff out of your body, my friends. They do a whole lot more though, and I'm excited to tell you about it as they really start to build this company up in Canada. You're going to want to watch what the wellness company is up to in the next little bit. You guys know me. I'm all about solutions, and this is a massive one. Check out the show notes. I'll click the link here so you can take a peek around what the wellness company is up to. Uh, They're a proud sponsor here of Sense Making, and you'll hear me talk about them again here soon. My entire family is taking this line of products, and I feel well protected now. If you guys like content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button, share this episode with your friends. It helps us a lot. If you put it in your social media stories, we'll make sure to share it. We'll get you in front of our audience as well so we can build this freedom family, this sovereign community. Much love as always. Thank you for all of your support, my friends, and I will see you for the next episode.